Hello there, and welcome back to a long-expected podcast where two girls read Lord of the Rings, one for the first time. And one for the millionth. I'm Megan. And I'm Julia. And today we are reading Chapter 6, Lothlorien, if that's how you pronounce it. (laughs) It's how I say it. Or wait, I put the emphasis slightly different, I'm realizing. I say Lothlorien. Lothlorien? Yeah. I think that sounds better. Honestly, I don't... I just... This this whole episode will just be us, like, wading through all of these different Elvish names. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I feel like I could be overemphasizing that part. Like, maybe I'm a little <laughs> bit too extra there. I don't know. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, yeah. yeah, I just can't believe that there's an entire Elvish language that Tolkien made up with his brain. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually wanted to learn Elvish for a super long time. Like, <laughs> really? If I'm sure there are ways, but if it was on Duolingo, I would be learning <laughs> it right now. Um, oh my word! Duolingo has that language from Star Trek. I always forget what it's called. Klingon. Thank I've you. never seen Star Trek, but I know yeah, it's Klingon. <laughs> me neither. I've never, I've never seen it. But you can learn that language on Duolingo, and I don't I understand can't believe that. Yeah. They don't, they don't have, like, Elvish on there, though. Or I feel Dwarvish. Like and they Controversial should. here. I feel like Lord of the Rings is bigger than Star Trek. Am I, I wrong? I think so, too. <laughs> I mean, then again, neither of us have ever seen it. But, like, for the most part, I hear way more people talking about, for example, Star Wars and Lord of the mm. Rings. I'd mm. say those are fairly equal. But not Star Trek. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of died out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the Star Trek fans are going to come for us after this episode. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's so cute, though, that you've always wanted to learn Elvish. Yeah, I think it would be super fun, especially because, like, if you listen to the audiobook like I did, Mm. Elvish sounds so beautiful. How does that guy pronounce it so well? I know. Yeah, I wish I could. Otherwise, I think just for the rest of us recording these episodes, I'm just going to be so non-confident when it comes to pronouncing all the Elvish words. <laughs> <laughs> the problem for me is that I've, even when I was first reading the books, I just, I mean, obviously I wasn't making a podcast about it at that point. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, but I just kind of like made up my own way based on what I thought. And so... Mm-hmm. I don't, I could be completely wrong, but I have, since, as I've kept reading it, I've sometimes, like, changed it, like, oh, no, maybe this sounds better, or maybe based on this accent, this is more correct, but, like, I could be wrong. I'm just guessing. (laughs) We'll be, we'll be wrong together. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, before we jump into this chapter, um, I have found some more Lord of the Rings news. I... I just think it's it's funny. I Google Lord of the Rings news now before we start the episodes because I'm like, what if there's news? Even though this came over came out over like not over, but like we're I was about to say creeping up on a hundred years, but that's not even close to being true. Maybe like <laughs> sixty or seventy years since the book came out. Yeah. Um. But there's every single time I Google Lord of the Rings news, there's news. So yeah. I will share it with you. <laughs> cool. So as of yesterday, um. A Soviet Union 1991 film of The Fellowship of the Ring was rediscovered. 
they made their own film based on Lord of the Rings. And like, it was just rediscovered. They thought it was lost and it's put on YouTube and it's described as a fever dream and it's very low budget effects and there's Soviet mood music. And, and I quote from the article that I read, weird fairy tale told by a pipe smoking madman in the woods is how it's described. Okay. We are watching this. Yeah, we should do an episode talking about it. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to figure out if there's any, like, spoilers related to the actual book. Oh, that's true. That's Maybe yeah. we can do it after I finish The Fellowship, because we're so close. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That sounds yeah. like such a fun time. <laughs> can you imagine? It's like, what if we watched that one before I watched the actual Fellowship of the Ring movie? And I just, <laughs> that's my first watching of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but that's a big deal now, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. The Lord of the Rings world is a crazy place. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, imagine how much more of that kind of stuff exists. Yeah. I actually found something kind of recently about... it's. uh, I found it... This isn't my idea, but I'll have to look Mm -hmm. it up again. Anyways, the basic idea of it is that, like, it was originally Gandalf's plan to, like, take guide the company to the eagles because, you know, how oh. he got, like, rescued from Saruman's tower by the eagles. Mm-hmm. And it makes way more logical sense to have, like, the eagles fly them to the mountain than to trek all the way. Because, like, we've discussed, why are they doing it yeah. this way? Like, take yeah. a train, not the... Trains exist. Not that they had trains, but but, but yeah. Throw back to episode one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anyway, so this person was like, Gandalf had this idea, but he didn't tell anyone because he didn't trust them not to say anything or to have it leaked. But then, mm. of course, we know that he fell in Moria. So they go on with what they originally thought was his plan, which wasn't mm-hmm. really. This isn't ever stated in the books, but someone had this theory. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'll post it when this episode goes up on Tuesday. So (laughs) if you're listening to this when it comes out, it'll be on our Instagram. So yeah, yeah, it's a really, really convincing theory. It is. It's really convincing. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. (laughs) Yeah. And especially because his last line was, fly, you fools. Yeah. 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 That detail there. Exactly. (laughs) Crazy. But anyways, this chapter begins very, very, very hopeless, and yeah. everybody is feeling lost without Gandalf. It's so um, sad. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe that Gandalf only disappeared last episode. And yeah. I'm saying disappeared because I'm not convinced he's dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, But Aragorn basically just has like an I told you so attitude about Gandalf. Yeah. Which I just, I thought was so great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah. I was going to say, he's obviously still upset, but at the same time, he's like, I told him, if only he listened to me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the beginning of this chapter is just kind of sprinkled with, like, little moments. So here's another Mm -hmm. one. Uh, Gimli stops them as they're journeying to see uh, Durin's stone. Yeah. I was thinking he's like the worst person to travel with. Like if you're on a road trip with someone and they just want to stop at everything and to yeah. see it. Oh my goodness. Especially they're on a flight from orcs. 
And yeah. he wants to stop to see a, a rock. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, they all took a, a cute little moment to look into Mirror Mirror, which is yeah. interesting. And like, is that how you're supposed to pronounce it? That's what I say. Okay. <laughs> you're looking at me and, and I was thinking, oh no, did I say it so wrong? <laughs> no, I was just thinking like, uh, what I think it is, is it's like a little puddle. But I don't actually know what it is. <laughs> puddle? I imagine it I to pictured be a little kind puddle. of like, yeah, I kind of pictured it to be kind of like a moon pool type thing. So like, yeah. it's like a lake, but not that big. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but they, the hobbits were asking themselves after, like, what did you see? What did you see? And, yeah. like, are they supposed to see something special? I think everybody I sees the same thing. I know. It's not like the mirror of Erised from Harry Potter. No. Where you just look into it and just, I don't know, do you see yourself looking into it? And you're like, wow, so cool. Put that on tourist attractions. Like, Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it just shows, like, the ring of the mountains and then, like, mm. The sky, which is starry, even though it's daytime out. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Okay, so that is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. But, like, it's not super significant. It's just, well, in my mind, a puddle with it's the just pictures. A puddle. <laughs> Everybody's crowding around the tiniest little puddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably bigger than a puddle. Although, there are really big puddles in the mm, world so that's true I mean, it could just be a giant puddle <gasps> absolutely are lakes giant puddles <laughs> i mean the definition of a puddle i think is like a collection of rainwater right yeah i think so a lake but is... i think most most lakes are man-made right well there, I, I mean think... there's all obviously natural lakes but yeah i think they originally come from rivers running into them and then they just all pool mm-hmm. in one spot Oh, okay. I, I don't actually know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, contrary to popular belief, Megan and I have not studied geography or how <laughs> lakes and rivers work or... Well, I did take a geography class last did you? year, a year ago, and I understood none of it. No, I didn't know you took a geography class. Yeah, I had to take a science and I had done bio 11 and 12 in high school. Mm-hmm. And I really liked Bio 11, and most people hated it because I found it really mm-hmm. fascinating to learn about all the plants. But I loved Bio 11. Oh, me too. But then Bio 12 came along and deeply confused me, <laughs> even though I tried so hard. Anyway, so I was like, well, I'm not doing university level of Bio because I will just die of confusion. So <laughs> I'll take Geography. And you didn't understand any of it. No. I'm not science-minded, oh. I guess. <laughs> oh. I think you're bio-11-minded, because you thrived in that class. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this little puddle that they're all staring at, for some reason, to me, it just feels very significant. I don't know if it is, but it just yeah. felt like a very significant moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But they all decide to follow Gandalf's path beside the Silver Load, which is a river, apparently. Yeah. Um, and they're going to Lothlorien, which I was Ooh. like, oh, so it is a place. Ha ha. Yep. Last time I thought, is it a place or is it a person? I just know that it's Elvish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Legolas kind of 
tells us a little bit about it. He says that it's the fairest of all the dwellings of his people. And oh my word, he describes it. It's so pretty. I know, right? I just, I can't get over that. Like, yeah. In autumn, all the leaves turn golden and they don't fall until no. spring when they all fall down and then golden flowers come out of the trees and it's just this big golden forest. Oh, <sighs> sounds like dreamland. I know, right? Uh-huh. Like you it's get so good. spring and fall combined. That is so oh. much better than one by itself. Yeah. <sighs> it's so good. Actually, yeah, spring and fall are my two favorite seasons, so getting them at the same time would be incredible. Yeah. That would be amazing. I yeah. would have to say that I like fall better just because I find that spring doesn't last very long. That's true. Like, it. I mean, where we live, it rains all the time. And so... <laughs> Every day. Of, like, blo- yeah. Any blossoms that appear will last, like, maybe two weeks, and that's about mm-hmm. it. Because the rain just makes them all, like, fall off. I know, it's so depressing. <laughs> Yeah, and the same can be said about fall, too, actually. But then you have, well, you get the soggy leaves on the ground, but then everything (laughs) dries, and then it's still nice. Yeah, the soggy leaf days are not the best. (laughs) No, they're not fun. (laughs) Really gross. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the the poor old hobbits are lagging behind the the tall people, um, and so they stopped to carry them a little ways, which was so cute. Oh, I know. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. And then they eventually did stop to rest. And uh, Aragorn tends to the wounds of Sam and Frodo, which uh, reveals the chainmail that uh, Frodo was wearing. Yeah. It was so, so funny. funny. <laughs> did Did Bilbo specifically say to Frodo to never reveal the chainmail? Or yeah, he did. He said, "Don't uh-huh. tell anyone." Because, uh, classic. Yeah. I mean, I guess he knew it was valuable, but, like, I doubt he knew just how valuable it was. So he mm-hmm. was just like, don't, don't tell anybody that you have oh. this. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, well, yeah. now he showed them, so. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, I thought this was significant. Aragorn says to Frodo to never lay the chainmail aside, like, not even when you're sleeping until, like, all of this is over. Yeah. And I was like, that's such a significant thing that Aragorn said that I 100% think that Frodo was going to lay it aside. Like, just knowing Frodo, yeah, 100% True. he's going to. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I can't imagine trying to sleep in that, though. Oh, I know. Like, it would well, all dig described... into your skin. Yeah, he described that some of the chainmail was, like, indented into his skin. Yeah. Which was gross. Yeah. It actually <laughs> reminded me of, like... You know, as a little kid, when you'd be sitting on the ground and, like, leaning back with your hands on the carpet? Mm. And then, oh, and then it gets I, into your hands. Yeah. And then after a long period of time, there's, like, all the little indentations from the the carpet. And it's, like, your yeah, hands yeah. textured. That, that's what I pictured it being like, but with the chain mail instead. Yeah. But probably much oh, worse because... Much worse. Because he was thrown that, against the wall. <laughs> oh, just casually. Yeah. That actually just, like, brought back horrible childhood memories of that like yeah with this sweater that Megan can see and all of us all of you listeners cannot um I would like lean my hand with my sweater on the palm of my hand Mm. onto the ground and then when you take your hand away you like peel your sweater off of the palm of your hand and it like it hurts so badly yes that's the worst there's like all the little lines yeah from your sweater oh it's the worst yeah (laughs) 
So uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the hobbits are on the move, or the, the company's on the move again. And Gimli is listening for sounds. And I quoted this. I thought you'd like to discuss this. He says, Not a sound but the wind. There are no goblins near, or my ears are made of wood. <laughs> uh, and then he has another comment um, later on where he says, I hear nothing but the night speech of plants and stone. It's just, <laughs> their really, words are so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's such a funny character when you get to know him. I know. <laughs> but Frodo heard the patter of feet and he saw two bright eyes yeah. with them. And nobody else heard anything. And so this section has two concerns for me. The first is, now I'm wondering, shoot, the patter of feet is back. Is it actually Gollum this time? Mm-hmm. But, like, from my memory, he always talks to himself, so it can't be him. Because I right. feel like he'd be, like, talking to himself as he goes. Yeah. Um, and then my mm-hmm. other concern is that Gimli talks about plants and stone talking. He says that's all that he can hear. What? Yeah. Um, what does that even mean? I know, because I believe that Legolas can hear nature. Because he's Legolas once made a comment that I think he can hear the trees and stuff. Yeah. Talking. But, like, Gimli is a dwarf. I feel like dwarves... I don't know. I just never can picture them yeah. here, like, understanding plants and stone. Yeah. I can see him understanding stone more so than plants. That's he's, true. Because he's a dwarf. But mm. still, maybe what he means is, like, he just hears nature sounds and he just calls it the speaking of plant and stone. But, but that's stones just a, don't make noise. Yeah, that's a weird way to explain it. I know. Yeah, so weird. Because then I'm thinking, are they, like, talking? Or is yeah. it just the wind rustling through the plants and stuff? Yeah. Because if, if they're talking, that means that they're sentient, which means that dwarves shouldn't be mining because they're literally hacking into these sentient rocks. True. <laughs> different matters for a different time. Yeah. So they hasten to the trees of Lothlorien, and Legolas is very bitter that it's winter because then he can't see all the pretty golden stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they were wondering if elves dwell here still. And Aragorn, oh, ha, okay. Aragorn said, and I quote, Indeed, deep in the wood they dwell, said Aragorn, and sighed as if some memory stirred in him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, he's so mysterious. It's like. He's so mysterious. Every time they go somewhere new, he just seems to know about it somehow. I know. Like he's been everywhere. I'm trying to piece together his past but like i have i'm not picking up on anything honestly yeah there's a bit more at the end of the chapter that we'll come to but yeah yeah he has so many connections to elves and like he's not an elf right he's just a man yeah he's just a man hmm that's so weird i know uh but boromir oh he's back Ugh. (laughs) he's thinking that lothlorien is evil and they won't leave the forest unscathed and Aragorn says that people leave there unscathed, but they don't leave there unchanged. Yeah. So what kind of change are they going to go through? Yeah. And then and then Aragorn says, only evil need fear it, meaning Lothlorien, yeah. or those who bring some evil with them. So I definitely feel like that's foreshadowing. Yeah, because they obviously have the ring with them. 
So, oh, um, <gasps> I'm stupid. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <sighs> it took me a second to be like, what? And then realized, oh, wait, they have something evil with them. I wasn't even thinking that. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Because the ring is kind of in a way like a piece of Sauron. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. The ring is evil. It speaks. <laughs> yeah, it's evil. <sighs> okay, so what's going to go down in the forest? <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever knows what goes down in the forest. Is that is that what they say? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um. And then there's a, a brief little moment of Legolas guiding them to wade in the Nimrodel stream uh, mm-hmm. to rest their weary legs. He's just very passionate about this stream of water. Yeah. <laughs> and they rested a little bit, and they listened to tales from Legolas. And Frodo fancied that he heard a voice singing amidst the waterfall, which is the voice of Nimrodel. Yeah. Which is very, very cool. It is. I did cool. not listen to the audiobook, but I'm assuming that that sounded really good. It did. It was really cool. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, and then there's a long tale um, of Nimrodel that is in a song form. Um, and mm-hmm. basically, she's like golden and her voice fell in the water and she's wandering and she's lost. And her love, Amroth, was waiting for her. And I think he just, like, leapt into the sea for some reason because he couldn't find her. Yeah. I don't know. It was very confusing. (laughs) Yeah. So after Legolas goes through the song, which is very confusing, uh, he describes that there's more to the song, but he he doesn't really want to go into it. He just describes the tradition that in the spring, the echo of her voice is in the waterfalls, and Amroth's voice echoes from the sea. And they, like... It's where, like, the river meets, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Oh, I think I was saying um, the reason he jumped into the sea is because oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when elves feel like their time on Middle Earth is done, they mm. have been granted access to across the sea. So some of their people will, like, board a ship and go across the sea to a new land. Ooh. And so probably what happened was that those two were intending to cross the sea, but then she got lost on the way. And then he was like, oh no, the ship's leaving without her. So he jumps into the sea, and then we never hear what became of them. That's adorable, actually. Yeah. Where did you learn the elf and sea thing? Uh, I don't know. I think, (laughs) um, oh, remember... When they met Galdor mm-hmm. at the... Just so long ago. Oh, I know. Him and the other elves with him were traveling to the Havens, mm-hmm. which is a little bit ways away from the Shire, like in the opposite direction that they're traveling now. And the sea is right there. And so the Havens is like where the ships stay. Oh. And then they board the ships. So was Galdor's group wanting to cross the sea? Yeah. Do you think? I think so. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So I think I just learned it throughout the book as hearing about elves planning to cross the sea or certain groups of them going on their way to cross. Because the the people that we will, or the elves that we'll meet later in this chapter, uh, they describe that they are thinking of leaving Middle Earth, which is fascinating. A lot of the elves at this point in time are thinking of leaving or actually leaving. 
because mm. the evil is growing and yeah. they don't think there's any hope for them to stay in Middle Earth and like Whoa. live peaceful lives. So a yeah. lot of them have already left and more are leaving or planning That's to. That's so interesting. Yeah. And I was going to touch on this later in my notes, but like... I didn't really comprehend that there was more than just Middle Earth. Like, I thought, I don't know. I just thought, like, you know, Middle Earth surrounded by the sea. And yeah. I didn't think that there's, like, other lands beyond that. Yeah. And it's Do only the ever... elves who have access to it as well. Oh. Oh, because they're the only ones that, like, because hobbits are afraid of water. Yeah. And the dwarves just live in the mines. Yeah. I guess, I mean, man, man could travel, but. That's true. I think someone, like, gave them that access, although I can't remember hmm. how it came to that. Anyway. Oh, that's so fascinating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of elves, uh, at this point, Legolas describes the, oh boy, the Galadrim? The Galadrim? Oh, that sounds so much better. <laughs> Galadrim. <laughs> well, I'll just call them the tree people, because that's what he also refers to them as. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> um... But I want this for myself. This is everything that I want for me. Yeah, right? I just, I want to live in the trees. That is so cool. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. So they all decide to sleep in the trees that night, except for Pippin. And then <laughs> Legolas, he basically, Legolas says like, okay, well then why don't you just dig a hole if that's more comfortable for you? <laughs> yeah. So funny. It's so good. <laughs> but then as Legolas grabs a tree branch... An elven voice commands him to stop. Yeah. And I was, like, shaking. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait, what? Where did this come from? Yeah. And it's, uh, it, they, the elves come out and they heard the company all the way from the Nim, Nimrod, Nimrodel, uh, river. Yeah. And they trusted Legolas as one of their own. Um, and they heard about Frodo somehow. And yeah. they made fun of Sam's loud breathing, which was so cute. Yeah, and then he was all worried about it, too. Like, he was trying I to know. breathe quieter. I know! I made note of that as well. It was so, so cute. So cute. Of course, he just him. wants to please the elves, because he loves elves. Oh, yeah. So he's like, oh, no, they don't like my breathing. Oh, <laughs> I totally forgot he had an obsession with elves. Yeah, I know. It's, like, so long ago since that was mentioned. I know. Oh, and... My brothers and I have recently discovered that I have, like, book and movie memory loss, which is both a really? good and a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll read something and I'll thoroughly enjoy it, or I'll watch a movie and thoroughly enjoy it, and I'll remember, like, oh, my favorite Marvel movie is, like, with The Winter Soldier. I love it. But I, I have seen The Winter Soldier, like, six times, uh -huh. and each time I watch it, it's, like, a new experience for me. Wow. Yeah, so That's I like really I forget things. I forget things so easily. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny because my mom is similar in that way. Really? Like, yeah, we'll watch a family movie and then I don't know, like months later we'll be talking about it. She's like, "Oh, what movie is that?" <clears throat> and we're like, "Mom, you watched it with us." And she's like, "No, I don't remember. I don't think I did. I wasn't there that time." We we're like, "Yeah, you were because you cried at this part or you thought this part was funny or whatever." Oh no. And she's like, I don't remember. And oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it's also the same with Liam's mom, too. Oh, really? She apparently also doesn't remember watching movies. So I'm just a mom family. now. Maybe. 
I'm a bit different. Like, I remember watching the movie, okay. but I don't remember what goes down in the movie. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> my mom will just forget that she even watched the movie at all. Or, like, That's she crazy. doesn't even know what happened in the movie or what it was even about. She just, like, zones out. <laughs> yeah. She just, I, don't, I just think she doesn't care enough about the actual movie. <laughs> Which wow. is probably a good Flattering. thing, because then she's not so invested in it. Yeah. I see mine as, like, a benefit, because now I can, like, after I finish a book series, or, like, once I finish Fellowship of the Ring, I could probably reread it right away and be surprised by all the same things as though it were my first time. Oh, but, that's like, so cool. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Oh, that must be so nice, because then you can read, like, your favorite book over and over again, and you'll enjoy and it I do. fully, like, yeah. every time. Yeah, I go into it knowing that this is my favorite book, and that I, like, that I enjoy it, and there's a reason why I enjoy it, but I can, like, read it and be, like, re-surprised, if that's a word, but... Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Maybe I have memory loss. Maybe I should get tested. <laughs> um, But... A ladder was let down from the treetops, and uh, Legolas went up, and Sam went up, and Frodo went up. And <laughs> this is the part where Sam was trying not to breathe too loudly, which was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and it led to a flat surface amidst the treetops. So they have, like, those scattered throughout the forest, which is so cool. Yeah. I'm jealous. I know, right? <laughs> And they have a little introduction of themselves. They're very secluded, and they're basically hermits just living in the forest because the world around them is, like, getting taken over by evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they had heard of the hobbits and the halflings for a long while, but then I quoted this. They said, quote, Did not know that any yet dwelt in Middle-earth. Like, how... How do you not know that hobbits dwell in Middle-earth? Yeah, and I find it... I actually was thinking about this because mm -hmm. I found the use of the word yet very interesting. Mm. Like, oh, do they mean that they're expecting hobbits to live there at some point, but they don't know they've come yet? Like, can they see the future? That's a great point because Elrond can, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe, I don't know. But according to the introduction of this book that we covered in the first episode, the yeah. hobbits have been living in the Shire for hundreds of years. Yeah. So they have to know about them, and they seem to, but just not very well. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that most, um, like, groups of people that the company meets throughout the rest of the book, most of them don't actually realize that hobbits exist. <laughs> they'll be like oh we thought it was a myth we didn't realize they still exist that's so funny so like <laughs> they're Poor kind guys. of it's like I mean they never leave the Shire like mm -hmm. ever and very few people actually come that way that's true I guess like literally the only other outsider that comes into the Shire was Gandalf yeah and that was very rare yeah and like of course the rangers protected the outside of the Shire Mm -hmm. And some elves pass by on their way to the Havens. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. And the hobbits only ever go as far as Bree, and most of them don't even do that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> very, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, but then the company describes their group to these tree people, uh, and Aragorn is very highly praised, 
And it says that he has the favor of the lady. And at the time I was like, is this Arwen? But I don't know. It's just a lady and a lord live in the forest we learn later. So I was like kind of confused about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, why does Aragorn have all of these connections to everywhere? <laughs> I know. You'll, um, we'll find out, I think, in the next chapter who the lady Good. is. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. And the lord the lord for some reason they just sound so daunting like i feel like she's the queen of hearts from alice in wonderland Ooh. like she sounds scary to me but we'll get into that yeah we will <laughs> uh but they have a prejudice against dwarves uh they will allow Gimli to pass but he has to be guarded and blindfolded which is so funny i know and he's all like stubborn about it too i know I mean, that's later but yeah, yeah it was so funny um, but they've been watching the rivers and the wolves were howling, so they have to hurry. Um, and so they decide to sleep for the night. So the four hobbits shall... Oh, okay. I quoted this part in my notes because I made a stupid mistake. I quoted, the four hobbits shall climb up here and stay with us. Uh, we do not fear them. And I was thinking, four hobbits? Frodo, Mary, Pippin. And I was blanking for the longest time. I'm like, who's the fourth <gasps> hobbit? I can't think of it. Because and then my mind went to the craziest place. I was like, what if the ring has, like, put in a second consciousness in Frodo, and he's counting as four hobbits now, like, in total? <laughs> and I was like, I had this whole thing going. Oh, and my then goodness. I read about Sam the next paragraph, and I'm like, oh, Sam. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but they had a second supper, and they got some warm cloaks for bed, and uh, the hobbits establish that they hate heights and if they have stairs in their house they won't sleep upstairs which is adorable <laughs> yeah and so reminds funny. me that i don't have stairs in my house at all no you don't i don't have a basement or an upstairs just a love like a main level yeah and i haven't had stairs in my house in the four years that we've lived here so yeah it's i yeah. couldn't imagine like sleeping on a different level at this point huh Interesting. My current stair, uh, my current stairs, my current house has stairs leading into our basement and that's mm -hmm. it. But when we move in like at the end of this month, we'll have, <laughs> I know, stairs going to an upstairs and stairs going to a basement. So many stairs. So many stairs. And I'll be sleeping in the basement. Oh. And so for me, it'll be like, also, I'm supposed to share the, like, upstairs bathroom with my siblings. Mm. Although I might just use the main floor bathroom because that makes more sense. That does make more sense. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine, like, in order to get from one room to a different room, I'd have to go downstairs. That just blows my mind because I haven't had <laughs> stairs for so long. That's so funny. <laughs> Are you afraid of heights, Megan? I was as a kid, but now not so much. Okay. I have never been afraid of heights. In fact, I seek them out because I love them so much. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the hobbits are the opposite. They hate mm -hmm. heights. They're afraid of falling off because there's no walls or railings or anything on these platforms. Yeah. <laughs> and I quoted this. Sam said, uh, once I do get to sleep, I shall go on sleeping, whether I roll off or no. And the less said, the sooner I'll drop off, if you take my meaning. <laughs> so funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But Frodo woke in the night and he heard orcs passing below. And Frodo heard 
sniffing, scrabbling at the bark below, and cl- uh-huh. something was climbing up the tree with pale eyes. So scary. And then, like, it slipped around the trunk and vanished. And the orcs were, like, passed um, through the forest with the elves, like, pushing them through. And this creature was scared away by an elf as well. Yeah. But I don't appreciate any of this. <laughs> I know. It's so stressful. Yeah. And so they continue to set off through the forest. Um, I'm assuming to the Lord and the Lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had to tightrope walk across the river. Like the elves just like ran across a rope. They're so extra. <laughs> I know. Oh, and I remember also when they were going onto that little platform in the tree uh, that mm-hmm. we were just talking about and they let down a ladder. And it mm. says that Legolas ran up the ladder. Did it really? It did. I was like, what? You can't run up a ladder. That's not how <laughs> ladders work. And it was like a rope <laughs> ladder, too. It wasn't even a stiff one. That's so true. Anyway, I was very weirded out by that. And I was like, what is Legolas? Maybe Tolkien had never climbed a rope ladder before and just didn't <laughs> understand that you can't run up them. You can't even run up a solid ladder. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Elves are so extra. I know. Anyway, that just reminded me of that little bit. No, I'm so glad you pointed that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they crossed the river, tightroping it along, and Mm -hmm. they reached the point in their journey where Gimli had to be blindfolded, but he refuses, (laughs) which you mentioned. And he insists... That he turns back. He doesn't want to keep going. He's like, ah, no. I'll just turn around. I don't get it. Oh, I know. <laughs> and they now, and the elves said that they must be brought before the Lord and the Lady. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first we're hearing of the Lord and the Lady. And I was like, oh, this is the Lady that Aragorn has some sort of favor with. Yeah. So very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, but Aragorn is amazing. He insists that they all be blindfolded. I love that so much. Yeah, it's so sweet. And then Gimli said, quote, I shall claim full amends for every fall and stubbed toe. Which is so funny. We like mentioned this last episode about stubbed toes. So So painful. I know. (laughs) And that creature with no toes. Oh, the toeless one, yeah. Yeah, we'll never understand him. No. But as they're all blindfolded and walking along, they're chatting about the changing world. Um, the elves have no trust for anyone. And at this point, I noted that they yeah. want to leave Middle-earth. And I thought that was significant at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Frodo felt very like peaceful and full of calm as, as though he walked among the ancient days, which was really, really interesting to, yeah. to read about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but some elves approached to report the near destruction of the invading orcs um, and they sighted a beast which was running with a bent back and hands near the ground Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming that's whatever flat-footed creature that's been haunting the company (laughs) and then there's news from the lord and the lady so all of the company can walk free without blindfold Uh, and they were the first to see the trees since durin's day whatever that means but, yeah. yeah, it's described as beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, new colors 
and flowers that are shaped like stars. And mm. Sam felt that he was inside a song, which was so yeah, cool. It's so cool. And then the elf nearby was like, yeah, I know what you mean. I know. <laughs> that must have made Sam feel so special. It must have. <laughs> my, my only gripe with this section is that yeah. Frodo touched the trees and the bark of the trees were described as the yeah. tree's skin. Weird. So uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But they uh, went to a vantage point and they viewed the south past Lorien, if that's how you describe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and past it was a very grim and flat and shadowed place, which was Mirkwood. Yes, which is where Legolas oh. is from. Oh, I was going to ask where Legolas was from. Yeah. Mirkwood is the spider forest, right? From The Hobbit? Yeah. Mirkwood isn't actually a very nice place, but elves yeah. live there. Hmm. That's so, like, I feel like how Legolas is described as, like, being so graceful and, like, golden-haired and whatever. Yeah. I feel like he would be from Lothlorien, not know, Mirkwood. Right? Mirkwood feels so dark and evil. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, and Mirkwood is where the dwarves and Bilbo got stuck in that elven right. place. Oh, with Hobbit. the wine barrels. Yeah. Oh, ah, it's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, this part. Frodo saw Aragorn holding like a golden flower and kind of looked like he was in memory of some sort. Yeah. And he looked younger and rid of all the grim years that were like originally on his face. Yeah. And then he said something in Elvish, I believe. Yeah. But he said, Arwen, Vanimelda, and then another word that I'm not going to attempt to say. Fair. But it's because it has so many, like, um, different apostrophes and whatever. But, yeah, it has the word Arwen in it. So we know that she's, um, that's Elrond's daughter, right? Yes. And yeah. he was talking with her a whole bunch at that feast in chapter one. Mm-hmm. So obviously this flower reminds him of Arwen. Like, I just, my mind is swirling, Megan. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also quite sure that Arwen's mother was from Lothlorien. Oh. So sometimes she goes to live there, I think. I'm not 100% on that. Is the mother still alive? Not sure. (laughs) Okay. Because I don't remember reading about her in the chapter one. No. Yeah. Do I just... I I need to know. I need to know what Aragorn went through, why he's connected with the Lord and the Lady and all the elves, what his relationship with Arwen is, why does Uh, this flower bring him such joy? Like, I just have so much going on. Oh, I know. So many questions. I know. And then I I told myself in my notes to read the last chapter, and I don't remember what it is, so here I am going to read it. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, so this is Aragorn speaking. Here is the heart of Elvendom on earth, he said, and here my heart dwells ever, unless there be a light beyond the dark roads that we still must tread, you and I. Come with me, and taking Frodo's hand in his, oh boy, he left the hill of Saren Amroth and came there never again as a living man. Yeah. What does that mean? So much. (laughs) I know. It's so much. Yeah. 
Now I'm starting to get why there's such Aragorn hype over the internet. Like, everyone loves yeah. Aragorn so much. He's a big deal. He's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to post a picture of him on our Instagram with just the saying, he's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'd approve but, of that. Okay, nice. <laughs> but that's the end of this chapter. And I do not appreciate how that ended because I have more questions than I started out with. Yeah. And then the next chapter, chapter seven, is called The Mirror of Galad... Gal- how did you say it? Galadriel? Galadriel. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we have four chapters till the end of the book. Crazy. Yeah. And so I'm assuming because it says that word, <laughs> that yes. they're going to meet the Lord and the Lady and hopefully see the connection with Aragorn. And then in my notes, I wrote, is he their son? What if he's like <laughs> some sort of relation to them? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and then I I do firmly believe that that creature has to be Gollum. Mm-hmm. And I'm stressed because everyone has just accepted that Gandalf is dead and gone, but I really don't believe he is. So yeah. I'm fighting that a little bit. Fair. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I I mean, of course I like this chapter just because it's so beautiful. And like, yeah. even the descriptions of like the Nimrodel stream are so beautiful. Mm. And I want to like mm-hmm. sit there and listen to the song. That would be so nice. And it also said that like Nimrodel used yeah. to live right by that stream and I want to find where she lived that would be so cool yeah there's so many magical ladies in Lord of the Rings like Nimrodel and Goldberry yeah and like I don't know it's just there's so many magical ladies I love it I just want a series about them yeah right (sighs) really oh I'm so glad to meet more (laughs) I know Hmm. Yeah. And Arwen is kind of yeah. a magical lady. And we have too. I I hope we get to know her more because I've only ever seen her talking to Aragorn and then yeah. he just mentioned her now and that's the only things I know about her. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And we have a listener response uh from a few episodes ago but I've only managed to read it now and it's from Vic, and it's about how we pronounce, like, Lord of the Rings when it's abbreviated. <laughs> so she says, quote, I, yeah, you laugh because you know where this is going. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she says, quote, I always just say or read Lord of the Rings in my head, even if there is an abbreviation, as it has the same amount of syllables as saying L-O-T-R. And I have never heard anybody say Lauder, to be honest. So I feel very called out. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> it's just, uh, the more and more we're delving into this, the more I'm realizing that I'm definitely the only person who pronounces it longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, and I was just, I just thought of a listener question for this Ooh. week. Um, just a, a fun one. I would like our listeners to just like over Instagram in the comments or DM us or email us, just say the name 
of a really cool female character from Lord of the Rings <gasps> that I have yes, not please. met yet. And then I want to guess when and like when we'll meet this character and what she's like. And yeah, I want to assume that kind of stuff. So yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> Uh, definitely going to be digging myself into a hole there to create all of these concepts in my mind that are definitely not true and completely made up, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of today's episode. If you'd like to join our adventure, you can find us on all podcasting platforms as well as on Instagram at longexpectedpod. On there, we post our latest episodes and when they come up, we have polls, post Lord of the Rings memes and update you as we read. We would really appreciate it if you would rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and maybe leave a nice little review as it helps others find us easier. Please tell your friends about us, your social medias, your grandfathers. And you can email us at a longexpectedpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments, and we'd be so happy to read them on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really, truly appreciate it. And please don't forget about Tom Bombadil. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.